快呀，开！喂Welcome back, daydreamers, to our what's it called? <laughs> daydreaming, <laughs> daydreaming on the Universal Studios Hollywood, Hollywood podcast. podcast. Today I have Paula, Mrs. Day, or Mommy. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> it's weird you call me by my first name. Hello, Soph. Hello, and we have Olivia, the mustache. Hello, <laughs> and we have Daddy, the funny. What up? I'm the funny. And we have me, Sophie. And you're the host. No, I'm not. Okay, well, I'll, I'll take over. Good job. Way to start it. Thank you. We finally get to talk about something we've wanted to talk about for a long, long time. We were just at the park, My not parks. Me. They Good got job. on me because I kept saying the parks the whole time, but there is only one park. We got back from our trip. What is today? I don't even know. It's, it's the 27th. It's the 27th. Tuesday. So we were at the park for two and a half days last week. We were there Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And we have something important to talk about, and that is Super Nintendo World. Maya Kart Wii. Yes. Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. Mm-hmm. What do you think, girls? So it was awesome. Awesome. The ride was awesome. The drinks were awesome. The food was okay. We'll get into that. What do you think, Olivia? What do you think overall of the park? It was awesome. Was it better than the Wizarding no. World? No. No, but it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It was better than I thought it was going to be, too. But like I told you girls, it was really weird seeing so many people in the parks that were wearing Super Mario gear. Mm-hmm. Because usually when we go to these parks, you just see everybody wearing Harry Potter. So it's de- mm-hmm. it's definitely a different dynamic. I agree. For sure. Well, and you were saying it brings people from all around the world that are coming to see this particular new area. So, um it was it was crazy to see the amount of people that were in this little area uh, and the wait time for the ride and just everything. It was pretty crazy. But yeah. it was a great experience. And I think we're ready to go back again already. Yeah, right? we already, mm-hmm. we're planning a trip for Thanksgiving. No, your mom already talked me out of it, said we don't have enough money since we've spent <laughs> so much. We were going to, but then she had to be say no. She had to be the smart one and say we, we can't do this again. Ay, ay, ay. Wait, you we, said no? We will do a full-on trip report. That'll be coming up in the next couple episodes. We also plan on doing an episode talking just about all of our dining experiences. So we have those two for sure that are coming up. Mm-hmm. And we did try some new dining to share with you all. So I'm excited to do that. Some good and some bad. Mm-hmm. And the only dining that you're going to hear about today is is at the Toadstool Cafe. But just so you have an idea of what we kind of did. So we drove down... And we got to the park Sunday at, what was it, about 3 o'clock? It was like 3. 3. So we got there about 3 o'clock. Well, by the time we got into the park and stuff, I guess it was more like 3.30 or 4. But Mm -hmm. because we checked in our hotel and everything. and So I'd say by 4, we were there in the park. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so as far as us going into Super Nintendo World, so that night we did go in there. We didn't ride anything. We didn't do anything. We just kind of wanted to walk in, see what it was all about, get our bearings and see how everything was. And then 
The next day, which would have been Monday morning, we had the early access. Mm -hmm. So we were able to get in there at seven o'clock. And then our last day there, we did not have the early access. So we got to the park at opening, which was eight o'clock that day. And we'll kind of go into that a little bit later of whether we think, you know, the early access is worth it or not, but that's just kind of what we did. So that first day that we were there, we made sure when we went into the parks, the first thing we did was buy the power-up bands. Well, yeah, when we got there, the, that was the first very day. first thing. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing I wanted to talk about. Olivia, what power-up band did you get? Princess Daisy. And Mrs. Day? Princess Peach. Princess Peach. And I got Mario. And I think uh, I think Paul is a little bit disappointed that she didn't get a different one. Well, I do wish that either so since Sophie and I got the same power up band, I do wish that one of us would have gotten a different one. And I didn't even think about it until after we'd already purchased them. But I mean, so in hindsight, if I could choose again, I would want to get like Yoshi or the Toad. Mush or Toad or Toad was cool. Yeah, that one was cool too. I think but, actually I mean, the look of Toad was my favorite. Work the same, but we're gonna do something kind of cool with our power up bands. I think we're gonna put them on display here at home and like a shadow box or some sort of thing. I haven't totally figured it out yet, but they're just too cool to just put in a drawer and put away. And exactly, they are. They're not super cheap either, so I feel like they need to be visible to. Um, yeah, did we tell you girls that we're gonna do that? We want to put like all of our universal stuff mm-hmm. on some wall, mm-hmm. like wands, like the wands and-, and all of our pictures and things like that. I think we should do that, and we could do it up here too, um, mm-hmm. which we could make a wall over there to do it. Let's talk about these power up bands. So I know there's a lot of talk about these. So the idea there are plenty of Super Nintendo Worlds uh, stores that you can go to and buy these. I saw one in City Walk. Oh, you can buy them there ahead. You of time? can. Oh, you can buy them ahead of time, and that was the main thing that we wanted to. To do so that we had our power up bands for our early access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you can get them before your early access, that's highly recommended. So there's the store in City Walk. There's a store, I think there was a couple different places, probably even more, that you could buy them. But I'll tell you what we did. We went straight into the Super Nintendo World, and that was Sunday night. And there you walk directly to your left so you have your first station of you trying to get a keys a key which we'll get into in a little bit but there was a little kiosk that you could go up to and a touch screen and you would you were able to pick it out pick out what um band you wanted right there and pay for it all right there and then they mm-hmm. did have a couple people that were helping you out too now we we got our four and then we looked at the overall price and i think paula about lost her mind right then and there uh-huh yeah, yeah. well and they because add taxes on top of it too it with, like so the power bucks well the power taxes. bands are 40 dollars, and then they add three dollars and some cents so 43 it's bucks like 170 something dollars now 43 for bucks <laughs> for a power band and you're you're gonna think man that's a lot especially if you have a family of four like ours but don't you think that these power bands are needed Mm-hmm. in this park i think so yes they are very highly recommended i think so for sure because and i didn't fully understand how this worked until we got there because i didn't i mean i had an idea but i didn't well it's different for me personally from reading on how things go and and then you go and actually experience what it's like <clears throat> so we got the power up bands and so they have 
um, a map in the power up bands there's a, a paper that has a map of the whole world and it explains to you um what you need to do to to get the keys like toe you have to get the star back from bowser something right like so that, there are right? games so the power up band does multiple things you see power up blocks throughout the park mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. literally punch the bottom of them and if you don't have this power band, so that's one thing. There's also three games that you have to beat. Are there three or four? There's three games that you have to beat in order to get into Bowser Jr.'s mm-hmm. castle. If you don't have those, you you can't even play these games. I mean, there's no point because it keeps track of your points that you have throughout the entire day. If you wanted to, and there's leaderboards, which is really cool, and uh, one of you girls want to tell us about the leaderboards, the screens? Yeah, so the screens, like, it tells you what place you have for Mario Kart, how many coins you have um, for Bowser's Jr., if you did it, and your overall and, coin. And your score on yeah. Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge? Yeah, she's Oh, just sorry, sorry, yeah. And then your overall score on everything. And then how you rank with all of the people who have done it for the mm-hmm. day, right? For the whole day, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. We've talked to people that have been down there recently, and they didn't even get the power-up ban. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think it's one of those things. I actually think it's... So we all have wands for the Wizarding World. But I actually think this power ban is cooler mm-hmm. than the wand experience. Personally, yeah. I mean, I like the wand. I do agree with wand, you, actually. But yeah, this is more interactive and more fun. It is more interactive and fun. So if you don't have the power up band, you can still walk into the land. You can still go. You can go. You can ride Bowser's Challenge. You can you can do the main ride, but that's all you can do. You can't participate in getting the keys that you need in order to have the opportunity to do this other. Um, experience, which is Bowser Jr.'s Which was the, something that I never heard anybody so talk cool. about. And it's totally worth it. This is one of the coolest things that I'm surprised I've never even heard about. I've never really read it about. Read it. Read it, read it about? That's a new one. <laughs> Let's talk about these games. So, one of you girls want to explain when you first walk in to the park. Now, obviously, you're going through a green... Um, a green pipe mm-hmm. to get into the land. And then as soon as you get in, you can kind of see everything because it's a small land mm-hmm. directly to the left. As soon as you enter is the first game. Do you girls remember how this game went? You know, kind so, of the things that we did. We waited a while for it. <laughs> yes, you do wait a, that. You do wait and, a while. Yeah. Or which one? The timer one. The first one that we did. Oh, for, yeah. So, mm-hmm. There's a bunch of these clocks, and um, there's this guy or some person that tells you what to do, and there's a bunch of clocks, and whenever it turned red, you had to um, like hit the clock. There was like this button that you had to hit. Pretty hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To shut it off. Yeah, and um, if you, like, your whole family gets to participate in it, and we just, like, each got... Like three clocks each, about, and just stayed in a corner so we weren't running around. And if you don't get all of the clocks, like if one is still buzzing and you don't get it, then you don't um, get the coin. 
I mean, the key. key. You don't get the key, yep. So So one thing that they told us, yeah, you work as a team. One thing they told us, if you have a group of four, this is perfect for you. If it doesn't work quite as good because you'd be running around like crazy. But we had four, so Mm -hmm. we each kind of, like you said, Olivia, we stayed in our own own little area. Mm -hmm. If you had less than four, it would be a little more challenging. It would be hard. But if you had, you know, four, six, eight, then, I mean... The more the better, because you could just have one person at each clock, just mm-hmm. getting it every hitting it every time it goes off. But okay. did did we win that challenge? Yes, mm-hmm. we yes. sure did. We got that one. So then we, you know, you basically take your power up band, and then you go right up to there's a little key, and you put it next to it, and then you've completed your key, and then you look on the app, the Universal Studios Hollywood app, and it'll show you that you have completed each one of them. And like we said, you have to complete three challenges in order to get into what's called Bowser Jr.'s Shadow Showdown. And I didn't even know that. I didn't even know that's showdown what it was called. Or showdown? showdown. Showdown. The second okay. one. Okay, the second one. You want to explain what we did? Yeah. Because, yeah, this was funny. So, we were watching people do this. And they failed. So we were in this, we were in a long line. And so there's like this pipe that the sh- green shell would go through. it go back and forth. And if you, um, with your power up band, First, you um, tap the key spot where it is, and then the game will start. And you have to try to punch. There's like this a box block. that you punch. Wait, are you gonna give away a our block. secret? No. Nah, well, you can give yes, away I will. Secret. And um, so um, you're trying to get the shell to go up and hit the last block. So there's three blocks that go connect to each other, but you're trying to hit it at the right time. Right. The first one that's closest to you, and our hint that we have is hit it when it's about to go into the pipe. Mm-hmm. Like when half of the shell's in the pipe, then punch it up and it should get it. Right. So it's a three-way pipe. The shell's going from right to left, right to left. And so as you, it goes back into the pipe, you have to time it just right to punch the block so it can go straight up. Mm-hmm. Right? Because if you do it like... Right when you think it's under there, it's way too late. Right, and we saw probably half the people not complete mm-hmm. it. And we saw one guy, he was doing it way too early. And but the, you still get a key. Well, just for, we don't know that for no sure. you don't. I didn't see them get a key. It went dum, dum, dum. Did she have them? Um, no. no. No, they just no. had to leave. So they waited in line for like well, that's, that's ever the bum- for nothing? That is the thing. They did not complete that key. Hmm. And that sucks because these lines get really, really long. I mean, the first yeah. line we waited probably 20 minutes, I'd say. Oh, I was going to say. Maybe 35 I was going to say okay, like 35, 40. Well, the second one wasn't as bad. The second but, one was like 30 minutes. Um, so Maybe 20. That's a bummer if you, if you wait in this line and then you don't even get to complete it. Yeah, that's true, Sophie. Mm-hmm. Because it it played, the, asked, it, played, well, it played the music that... Yeah, I know. And then they didn't go back over. Because after you complete each one, you have to go up to that key. So those people waited in line, failed, and mm. probably did not get the key. But that's something. That's a bummer. <laughs> I guess we should have asked that. I, I wonder if it's one of those things that you just get a key for participation, you know? Like, well, well, one spe- could hope, no, they did it. They did it. I, I saw so. they did it. I don't think so either. They just went off to the side. Yeah. So use our little tip that Sophie gave you. Hit. The hit block. the block right before the green shell gets into the tube. We all got the it. Green pipe. The green pipe. We all got it first try. Yeah, oh, we did. Yeah. <laughs> Days were four for four. <laughs> we did good. 
Now, speaking of, we kind of cheated because we did not do the third challenge. I kind of saw. Don't even know where it was. Yeah, the third challenge is third challenge is when you go into the land. It's on your right, and I did kind of see. I don't know if you girls saw Mm -hmm. more than I I saw, saw. but it was Mm -hmm. they. You kind of had to wind it up. It Mm -hmm. seemed, but I don't know for sure because we didn't do it because on our app when we started, Mm -hmm. it had us that we had one star. I don't know why. I don't know if it was messed up. You mean three keys? Well, it had. It, it gave us like like one star. It gave yeah. us an extra one for no reason. No, it gave so us an extra one for my the Bowser's Mario Kart challenge. They had one in there while you're on the ride. Okay, thank you. So that was what my thought was because we rode the ride first and then we went to complete the two challenges. So mm. I went before you ride the bowser's challenge you in order to activate the game you have to put you I mean you don't have to but you put your power up band you think that counts as I one of them i think that might count as yeah, one of them yeah but me and sophie didn't do it the first time well i didn't either but then we wrote it a second remember we wrote it back to back ah uh, no but i had that key there already before oh no never mind yeah hmm. so that's my that, theory that could be. i'll have to look that up and see that's my theory mm-hmm but okay. so after we did the ride twice and then the two challenges, then you go to this area where it's and it's kind of to the left. To the left of, of Mario the Kart ride. Bowser's Challenge. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's on the back side of the park. Right. Or and this it, land. And there's a person standing there, and they will not let you in if you have not gotten three keys. So you put your power up band to the little. Uh, the little thing there you hold it up and it will grant you access or not and so we had access so we got to go through and And before you talk about this i do want to say one thing then paula can tell you about what was in there once we get in but this is only good for one day we learned this because we went back the next day and we thought that since we had had the three keys from the day before that we were going to be able to get back into bowser jr's castle no, you would have to complete them again. Well, I was going to say, it's it's not even for one day. You do, you get your three keys, you go through Bowser Jr.'s castle. If you wanted to try to go back and do it again right after, you, you have, have to go through and get the keys again. Oh, I didn't hear that. No, you just no, have, it doesn't matter if it, from what I understood, I could be wrong, but from what I understood was that you had to go complete the challenges again. Mm-hmm. So if you had mm-hmm. it in you to go mm-hmm. wait in line again to do these challenges to get three keys again, then you could technically do it as many times in a day as you could. Which is a real real bummer because what everybody's going to explain to you what happens when you get in is this is so cool. But I do understand. I was telling Paula, I understand why they do it that way because otherwise there would be a line for this too. Like we, right. I think we had to wait five minutes. There was like nobody in line. We were able to get right up into it. Whereas if they made this to where people could just do Bowser's Junior's Castle over and over, people would want to do that instead of the games because it's way better. So does anybody here want to explain what happened once we got into Bowser Junior's Castle? So um, they told us a number to wait on. And but you go in and there's a little bit of a queue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you do get to see some, mm-hmm. it's some like, castle stuff. It's cool because there's like, there's like a, it's like John Junior Bowser, Bowser Junior's castle at, at the front. Because it's like, 
a baby version of the castle. Mm-hmm. And it's cool because it, you think that you're going to go up in the castle, but you're actually not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get, there is a, a small queue, I guess you could say. And then, and then what, Soph? And then you wait on the numbers. Yep, you're in like a holding area with other mm-hmm. people. And the guide tells you what number to be on. And then once you get into the actual place, then you see your shadow at your number. There's a huge screen in front of you. Mm-hmm. And it's and set up like a half had, circle. What did we have? Maybe 15 nine. people? I think um, it was only nine. Oh, was it only like nine? No, I saw there's like 12 numbers. I think okay. there was like 12 people. Yeah, I so think everybody, there was 12. Everybody has their own number that they go to, and there's this huge, huge screen, interactive screen in front of you. Right, and mm-hmm. it's almost like a half circle is how they kind of have it set up, or like a quarter yeah. of a circle, um, because it's it's kind of rounded, and yeah, everyone is standing probably at least six feet apart, I yeah. would say. So you're yeah. in your own little area, and you can see your shadow. It's on not the because of COVID, though. Right. <laughs> Thank you. I yeah. just say so don't we, hit people. We don't say that word. Yeah, and it, so <laughs> if a bomb comes down at you, you want to punch it away. But how, if wasn't like, there like a balloon? So there's bombs, balloons, bullets um, that come at even you, even bullets and you have to that duck come at down. you, and you duck. So and it's power very ups. interactive. And, and if you um, if you get hit by like the balloon or a bullet or the bomb, then you would shrink really small. And then if you wanted to get big again, you would jump pretty high um, to get if there was a block mm-hmm. of the power up. And then they would make you big again. Get the mushroom mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. flower or something. The mushroom. It also kept score. It kept score. And I end. got a high score. Uh, I was high score. No, I beat you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. You beat me on the second ride of Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge. <gasps> Dang it. I think Definitely I almost... No, I was really close to beating you then. I remember you lost by one. It was... Thank you. Okay, so see, it was close. I only lost by one from Listen, you. Losing and saying you won are two different things. Okay. I was the big wiener. I, wow. So we did, okay. we did end was, up winning at this too. I was the big loser. This was really, really cool, you guys. It's totally worth getting in the power-up bands to do the challenges to get into this castle because this is unlike anything that we've ever done at the park. Um, I've never seen anything like this before. And it only like lasted before. like... What, Five three or four minutes, there, maybe? Well worth it, though. Oh, my gosh. But it was fun. You were, like, punching in the air, ducking, jumping up. I thought... Uh, I didn't think it was going to be, like, an actual game. I I didn't either. No, I had me no neither. Idea. I had never mm-hmm. heard about it. And when I, you could see your shadow on the screen, and mm-hmm. you're actually moving. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I thought it was How just a walkthrough. do it know? I, I don't know, but I want one. <laughs> yeah. I want I mean, one of those in our house right now. Yeah, that'd be so cool. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we think it's completely worth it. It was a we, lot of fun. We think these power bands are worth it. Just if you're So then once you're that. done, once you complete that and you get out of there, you have to go complete challenges again in order to get back. You can't just get back in line to do it again. So. Okay, let's um, talk about Toadstool Cafe. Okay. We have some good things to say about this and probably a little bit of bad things to say about it. Um, just so you know how this works. For us, that particular day, like I said, we got in at 7. You had to be on the app in order to try to reserve a spot. Now, there's well, a QR code. Not necessarily. 
you have you do have to be on the app. You can't just well, the scan QR, the QR code. You could just scan the QR code, I which mean, takes you to app, it takes you to the app. So yes, okay. you could do it either way. Uh, you can also look at there are multiple different social media sites that have this app. If you if you need that link, um, reach out to us on our email, and I will send you the link. Or you can go on our Facebook site, and I will I will send you the link if you need it. But basically, at eight o'clock is when it started. So Paul and I both had, we were in the link and we kept hit, I kept hitting refresh, refresh from refresh. like 758. And I think mine ended up coming up first. You're, yeah, I think it may be about the same time, but. So I think it was 759, eight o'clock. No, it was after Was it a little o'clock. late? Oh, you're right. It, it was, was like 801, Because we were like, this isn't working. Something's not working. And you went and you asked the guy and then he's like, no, you just got to wait for it to come up. So you have to be patient with it, but. Um, Keep yeah, hitting refresh. Keep hitting if refresh. you have two people or more, everybody should be on it because mm-hmm. this is one of those things that sells out for the entire day. I'm sure you've heard, but it sells out for the entire day within like 30, 30 minutes. Or less even. Probably, probably less. Like, probably less. Yeah. So if you're probably not like on top 15, of it, if you're not trying to do it, there's, you're not going to get into the restaurant. So, so I want to say whenever we got it, I think there was about four times and we did four different times that you could come back later. Mm -hmm. I think we did the earliest because we didn't really eat much breakfast. So we decided just to do, what did we eat? 1030? 930 was our reservation. Yeah, we, so we got there at like 930, but we didn't eat till 10. Uh, No, we, I don't think we got our food (coughs) until, you all right there, kiddo? Olivia is recovering sick since from our, our trip. trip. A lot of times, I think she's allergic to uh, Universal Studios. <laughs> Let's talk about this. Let's talk about this restaurant. First impression of the restaurant, not the food. I want everybody to go. Olivia, what do you think about the restaurant overall? Not the food. I thought it was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Sophie, what do you think? I thought it was awesome, but next... Mm. No buts right now. Nope. Are we rating this on a scale of 1 to 10? Uh, yeah, let's do that. Let's rate it just on theming out of 1 to 10. 10. 10. I thought it was amazing. Uh, it was really cool. 10, definitely. <coughs> just had a setup. I, I did like how you could make a reservation and just show up and go in, and it was a sit-down dining. So I liked that part. Um, yeah, and just so you have an idea, I also think it's a 10. I think the theming is amazing. We'll go into that in a little bit. But when you first walk into the, to the restaurant, it is... You show your reservation to the sure. hostess or and then, host, and they yep. direct you. They put you in multiple lines. Mm-hmm. There's four or five lines. We got put in the slow line. Everybody else was going past us, which is annoying. There are <laughs> menus happens, up so. above you, and you go up to a counter, and you order your food. Mm-hmm. And then you go to a host, and then they seat you. Right now, there is tons of seating in this restaurant. Yeah, it is not a, it's not a small <laughs> restaurant at all. It's it's really really big. Um, as you sit down, so we got seated at a bench, and the cool thing about this is there are TV screens all around this oh, restaurant. We were in a booth. We were in a booth, yeah. not a bench. Sorry, we were at a booth. It's kind of like a bench. And Basically, with these TV screens, the ones that were right by us is 
It's an interact, not an interactive. They are screens with screensavers. Screen. Yeah, so like for it's ours, it's like a TV behind a a, a pane, like a mm-hmm. window. Yeah, and yeah. ours had like toads. It had well, a bunch of toads, like right? That. And then I could see in the middle because we were seated as soon as you go into the right, but in the far back middle there was a kitchen. It was like a factory, so you had the toads working in the factory, and it's all interactive. It was in the kitchen. Yeah. Right. Thank you so much for listening to our show. If you would like to support us, there's a couple different ways you can. First, you can join our VIP club. With that, you'll have access to a private Facebook group, a once-a-month bonus episode, and a yearly drawing for a piece of merchandise. Email us at daydreamingofush at gmail.com. Another way you can support us is by booking an epic trip. It's no extra cost to you, I realize so many people like to book their own trip, but with my help, maybe I can find a better deal. Email us at chadday, that's C-H-A-D-D-A-Y, at portkeyvacations.com. Thank you. Okay, so we lost Sophie and Olivia because um, Olivia was having a cough attack and then their friends came over. It's tough enough to be able to get them to... It's awesome that they want to be part of this, but... They had their friends come over, and they're going to the park. So this is now not Universal Studios, no, just the park. No, just the park street. down the street. <laughs> so now we're going to introduce you to the daydreaming of Universal Studios Hollywood podcast After Dark. Oh, it's a podcast boy. where we just take shots and we say lots of cuss words. No, no, that's not what we're getting into. Ah, dang. If you want that kind of podcast, then uh, let us know. Email us. Oh, boy. That sounds... <laughs> I do want to do one in the future where it would just be a day, and I told this to Paula, uh, an adult's trip, like an adult's trip style podcast where it's just two adults in the park, what they did without kids. I think that'd be fun. That would be cool. I agree with you. We were talking before they left about Toadstool Cafe, and there was one cool feature that was happening as you're in the parks and as you were in the cafe. And I would say it would happen about every 15 minutes, maybe. I think it was right on 15 minutes because we were guessing. Yes. Can you explain what happened? Um, So the lights dimmed, and um, then there was all the windows that are all around the cafe kind of darkened as well. And uh, I I heard you guys say like Bowser came or something. I didn't actually see that. I just saw like the lights dim and it seemed like a thunderstorm coming. Yeah. So at our screen, um, it started at our screen and it was Bowser. You didn't see Bowser, but you saw his, his flying ship and it went from one screen to the next. So if you can imagine like where we were sitting, there was a certain section and you had a Bowser on the screen, and then probably another 30 feet on the other side of the restaurant, you would start to see Bowser's ship start to come in, and yeah, shooting bullets, and um, yeah, it was just really cool. It was a really cool thing that they mm-hmm. did with the restaurant that made it cool and mm-hmm. made it different. And and then after that show was over, I'll call it a show, then it went back to light and everything was bright. And, it wasn't um, dark, but the lights just dimmed a little bit. Like if you're at a restaurant, you're eating, and then they dim the lights, you know, for 
evening dining. That's kind of what it was like. So it's nothing like super scary or anything like that. But it was just no, kind it was, of a cool it was, it was really scary. ambiance, I guess you could say, um, with a thunder thunderstorm. <laughs> wow, look what you did to me. With a thunderstorm the, theme. Thunder and the lightning. <laughs> Let's um, talk about the food a little bit. So I think you, you, you get from us that... I don't want to be too negative here because, like I said, this restaurant is awesome. Oh, and, it's mind-blowing. It, it really is, you it's, guys. It's worth it, if nothing else, just to be there. If you went in for just drinks and appetizers, honestly, mm-hmm. that'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. Let's get into some food. Now, so, we're going to go over what each of us had, and I will start with me. And I had the Mario Burger. So that had bacon, mushroom, and cheese. It's $16.99. It is an all-beef patty, bacon, mushrooms, lettuce, tomato, and American cheese served on a brioche bun. With brioche. A, yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> with a side of truffle french fries. And then there is a vegetarian option available for $2 more. Here's the thing with my meal. Paula can go on her meal, and then we'll talk about what the girls had, too. This was not good. Um, first of all, the patty was just, and, and I mean, this is a a theme park, so I get it, but it was a frozen patty. And when I say frozen, it almost came out to me frozen. It was cold. Uh, my fries were cold. My burger was, was cold. And, um, even if it would have been warm, it wouldn't have been good, but that, that kind of added to it. So see, I disagree with you there. I'm just going to. Mm-hmm. Sorry, chime in real quick. I, I, I agree with what you're saying at first, but I think if it would have been warm, like like came out hot, like how your food should come out or at least warm, I think that it would have been good. No, it wouldn't have been good because what Universal does, and when we talk about this in the future in our food episode, I think this should be our next episode instead of our trip report, but Universal is completely lacking in their food. And in this particular park, I think that like the crusty burger, it's the, it, I think it's the same burger and it's not a good burger. Like it is a frozen patty. Mm-hmm. You can tell, which I get it. You know, there's a lot of people. Real, I think that you have high expectations with your burger though. When I go and spend sixteen ninety nine, I, I mean, I would rather them charge 22, 23 bucks and I have like a real burger, like something that, and I know that the, I know these are unrealistic expectations when you're talking about a restaurant like this, right, because, because this is a newer so restaurant and <clears throat> I know there's so many people that are going through it. I do hope that they improve on their burgers. That's all I'm saying. At least bring I, it out hot. I really, because the crusty <laughs> burger that I had too, which I normally love, same thing. And it was kind of, I like, it was kind of undercooked in areas. And then it, like I said, it was cold. So it just, um, the Mario burger, I wouldn't get it again. Um, everybody might be different, but for me, I would never get this Mario burger again. But what do you have, babe? Uh, well, we did have a starter. We, um, Sophie and Olivia and I wanted to have the garlic knots. So they're the toadstool cheesy garlic knots. Um, 
Those are mini mushroom-shaped knots brushed with garlic butter, Parmesan cheese, parsley, and a side of marinara sauce. And that is $5.99. And I thought those were good. Yeah, I thought they were fine. They were warm. They tasted... At least they they were warm. They tasted good. A lot warmer than my burger. The marinara sauce was good. So we started with that. um, But they brought our food, all of our food out at once. Um, And then I had for my main entree i had the luigi burger which was pesto grilled chicken and this was 16.99 so this was grilled chicken basil pesto swiss cheese green pepper and spinach served on a brioche bun with a side of truffle fries so i think the fries were really good they I were didn't seasoned. like the fries and hmm. so i really so it's gonna be hard for our listeners to really um, no, if but, this is good or not, but I mean, this just goes to say that we just have all different tastes and whatnot. But, um, so my, my burger, my chicken burger tasted really good. It was slightly cold. I mean, it was warmer than Chad's, but, um, it tasted good. I personally wasn't a big fan of the green pepper in there. I think it would have been better with just a tomato or, um, even like a roasted, poblano pepper maybe i'm just uh so i wasn't a huge fan of it but that's easy to pull out no big deal but i really liked mine i was also starving so um that might have uh something to play into it i thought yours was actually really good i liked yours the chicken was really good it i thought it was Mm -hmm. good i don't think it should be a luigi burger i think it should be called a luigi chicken sandwich but i understand (laughs) no yours was really good though um Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then... So then Sophie, she had... She did not want to order off the kids' menu. She wanted to order off of the main menu. She ordered the fire flour spaghetti and meatball. Meatballs? Meatballs. She had the meatballs. So those are sixteen ninety nine, And that's spaghetti with mushroom marinara sauce, meatballs, fire flour, parmesan crisp, shaved parmesan, and chopped parsley. So... She liked hers at first, and I tried hers, tried her meatballs and her the pasta and everything, and hers was warm. Um, probably I mean, hot, the, probably maybe the best it was, meal. It was the best meal, in my opinion. Uh, but here's the thing, and I think that they, you would think maybe by seeing fire flower, maybe the word fire would did, trigger a I spiciness. Didn't, I didn't think that though. I was thinking just the but flower that's in the game. I agree. So I think that they need to put um, on the menu that this meal is slightly spicy. Now I like spicy. I can tolerate tolerate spicy, but Sophie, Sophie can tolerate a little bit of spicy, but this, she was able to eat some of it, but it started to get a little too spicy for her to finish. It was spicy, and I like spicy, Mm -hmm. but I took a bite of it, and I loved it. The flavors were great. It was hot. It was not just spicy hot, but it was hot, like it was just warmed up or made. Um, So that was a little bit disappointing for her, that it was a little bit too spicy to Mm -hmm. eat. So huge, huge... um, Red flag. Yeah, if you yeah. want to get it, if you want to get the fire flower spaghetti meatballs and you like spicy, that one's for you. And maybe we're just idiots and we should have seen fire and just thought that it was hot. But I don't know. I mean, you're at a kid's. I, I don't know. You're kind of thinking like kids themed and you, things aren't too spicy because 
Right. Kids don't like spicy generally. And I know this is off the main menu. This is not on the I kids' know it menu, is, but, but still, I feel like it should be. There should be an asterisk, asterisk, like saying this is spicy. I or just something. don't think they should have it be that spicy. So, I liked it. I think they just need. I think they should keep it the same. I think they just need to add, um, a warning or red flag or yeah, whatever. I guess saying this is a spicy meal. And then Olivia had. It, so there is a kid's menu, mm-hmm. but there's only two things on this kid's, kid's menu. She had the Mario mini burger adventure set. So it's $14.99. It's a cheeseburger, just like what I had. Truffle fries, corn on the cob, broccoli, and a coin cookie. Mm-hmm. And the coin cookie was an Oreo cookie that was dipped in yellow, like a yellow white chocolate, I think. I think it, I think for $14.99, this was a really good value. Yes. Um, Olivia really think, liked her burger. I don't burger. think kids are as particular as i would be you're very particular no i don't think so with that burger but i think olivia liked it yeah for 14.99 so that's age nine and under um it was colorful with the broccoli mm -hmm. and the corn and the corn was good corn it wasn't like that frozen mushy corn which you can get in this Um, park you can definitely have some bad corn yeah we We were in the the simpsons in the simpsons was where i had that but if you go to three broomsticks and have corn, you'll get real corn on the cob there too. But anyways, on the kids menu, there is also a power up spaghetti marinara. I'm guessing that one's probably not spicy, but Sophie didn't want to get that one because she saw the picture of the, um, of the fire flower spaghetti and meatballs. And so she thought that looked cool, but she really wanted the meatballs to go with it too. And in the kid's meal, it doesn't come with meatballs. Lesson learned. So. If your kid wants the other one, tell them no. Get them the power-up <laughs> spaghetti marinara. I mean, because it comes with But there's with no the, protein. She it, wanted see, some meatballs. Yeah. I'm sure you could probably add some meatballs to Maybe. it. That's not going to add to it. Um, and then Anyways. drinks. So... The girls got the superstar lemon squash. Mm-hmm, that was eight dollars. Really it was. It was really, really good. So it's honey lemon soda with mango stars and assorted tropical bobas. Yeah, which bobas? Really good. Those are weird. I don't like bobas. Uh, I don't like when I'm sipping something and then I get a ball. <laughs> I yeah. know that's what she said. I don't uh-huh. want a ball in my I don't drink. Want it's weird. In my mouth either. <laughs> oh, um, after dark. Yeah, so I wanted coffee because it was like 10 in the morning and sadly they were out of coffee. So that was really disappointing. I get there's a ton Isn't of people that odd? there. 10 in the morning I out feel of that's coffee. odd. So I, I was super. So I just got hot tea instead. You know, I could fix their coffee problem. I'm sure you could. Um, and then we did get a dessert just because we wanted to try a dessert. And we had the block tiramisu, and that's $9.99. Uh, tiramisu layered with coffee, soaked ladyfingers topped with cocoa powder, and chocolate power up. Um, I would say this was fine. It wasn't spectacular. It was not the best tiramisu ever, but it wasn't terrible. The, the cookies that were on the outside of it, or I think they consider them lady fingers. Um, they tasted like shortbread cookies on the outside of it. That made it look like a block. Yeah. I do normally um, like lady fingers, but not these. They were 
pretty what what'd you laugh for dirty mind <laughs> it's the look on your face <laughs> i like these cookies were uh about as plain as plain could be well they're shortbread cookies i actually they tasted yeah. fine yeah but they it, didn't, it didn't it didn't taste like, they tasted like nothing tiramisu i guess oh the say. cookies no and the tiramisu i don't the like tiramisu, tiramisu anyway so for me it was i mean it's fine whatever like i said it was fine it was cute but the it presentation was say, phenomenal it didn't it didn't scream tiramisu to me when I tasted it. It was a good little dessert, though. Yeah. Um, yes, the presentation was really cool. Um, we got to keep little, like, with my burger, I got, like, a little um, toothpick, like a plastic toothpick with a green Mario hat on it. And I was Olivia's supposed to had have a, one. Yeah, you didn't get one, but yeah. Olivia had a little um, Mario plastic on top of her toothpick. So we kept those as souvenirs. And for those of you who are probably screaming at this, asking why I didn't send it back, I mean, it takes a while. So mm-hmm. don't think that you go to order, you get back to your seat, and then it's there. I don't know. So how our long. reservation was at nine thirty. By the time we ordered and sat down and got our food, I believe it was about ten fifteen. So it was about a good forty five minutes. So um, I was not about mm-hmm. to wait. I'm not a complainer anyway. Well, we're kind of weird about complaining. We too. don't like to complain. We don't, like we to... don't want spit in our food <laughs> afterwards or worse. I mean, I think there's only been one time in my entire life I've sent something back and it was because my, my chicken breast was not cooked. And I feel like that's a pretty darn good reason to send your food yeah, back. Everybody but... needs a cooked breast for sure. Um, anyways, so, overall, I would go back. I, I'd go back too, and I think I would get. I would get what you had. I would. I would probably get the Luigi Burger or the Fire Flower Spaghetti. I would not go get the Mario mm-hmm. Burger until they improve that. This hasn't been open for long, so who knows? Maybe they'll improve it. I don't know. Yeah, I'd be curious to try the um, the tomato soup because um, with the tomato soup in a super mushroom bowl, you get to keep the bowl. Um, that's nineteen ninety nine. That sounds like it would be good, but I was just kind of wanting, I don't know, something a little heartier. Yeah, and you can also... Uh, and there's a short rib, Chef Toad short rib special on the main menu too. And um, for 20 bucks, you can buy the collectible plateware set, which mm-hmm. would be I think, cool. Uh, you know, I mean, we had kind of thought about it. Sophie had wanted to get one of the... Uh, what was it? She had wanted something here where you get to kind of keep it and we discouraged her from it because we're thinking, well, it's early in the morning. We're going to have to carry that around. You know how that oh, is. I mean, yeah, it was a un- plate, something with a plate. And then, yeah, Universal's great. Off to us Universal's carry. great about having lockers and all that, but then you just have to carry it the whole day. And it was the Bowser's Fireball mm-hmm. Challenge. So twenty nine ninety nine On top of it being $30. I wasn't going to pay $30 for Sophie's All Right, because you know how a kid is. It's a one-pound meatball topped with mozzarella cheese, served with mushroom marinara sauce, Bowser puff pastry, parsley, and hot sauce on the side. Bowl included with purchase. So you she get gets a bowl, bowl and a meal. Yeah. But hot sauce on the side, I don't think she would have. She doesn't like mushrooms. I don't think that would have been thing for her but this is a place you should go to and just um use your best judgment based on what we said we also did see the one up factory which is the merchandise store in the land and it is to the right of bowser's um challenge it's um it's cool there are 
those screens towards the top that kind of are not interactive, but they're moving, you know, and there's a uh, background going on and it's cool. And there's, it's oh, yeah, not, it's, it's not a huge store. No, I kind of thought that it would be a little bit bigger than it is. Mm-hmm. We didn't buy anything from there. That is where you exit, of course, because Universal always has all of their rides exiting in a merchandise store. So that is there. I think that there's other stores throughout in CityWalk and then yes, another are. store that mm-hmm. are better than these, oh, than, yeah. than this one. We didn't go in those, though. And the then, girls did want a hat, but we didn't buy them a hat. Here's something else I want to say about this land. So we're, we're, we're kind of nearing the end talking about most of this, but it's small. It is crowded. And from what I saw, there was only one little place to get drinks. And this is one thing that I don't like about it. There was very limited drinks from that stand. The one that I bought water from? Yeah, and there wasn't much other than water. And here's the thing, like, they have three signature drinks. Mm -hmm. They were not sold at this little area. Right. By drinks, you don't mean that they need beer and seltzers. Like, they only had, like, a few sodas and water. Um, You would think that they would be selling their signature drink in there. Yes, I agree with you. Instead, you you get it outside by the Isla New Bar, yeah. the Jurassic World. And so I don't really understand that because they could have easily, that spot's not big. So what we're talking about is outside of the park, before you get in, there's an area where they have the three signature Mario drinks, that's which we got. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's we across got, from the mummy entrance. Yep, we got two out of three. We got the Princess Peach's Peach Soda, and we got the Luigi's Green Apple Soda. They have those weird boba things that you end up putting in your mouth, balls in your mouth. They were good. Um, they yeah, were I really liked it. Sweet, They're really, but... really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Kids are gonna love them. Um, I could handle like outs- one sip of it. It's outside of the land. I don't understand why they couldn't have had that area inside of the land have somewhere. Two places. Keep that same place there. Yeah. And have another stand inside of the land. Yeah, because that stand, it gets really busy too. And there is a long line. I mean, there's a little mini queue for that just to get that. And they also have the popcorn buckets, which we didn't get and all that. Okay, but here's my thing. Those drinks were good. The peach was good. I liked the green apple better. But they were $12. $12. And this to me is ridiculous. Now I know that they don't care. I know Universal doesn't care because they're going to get it no matter what. We did have our annual pass discount. So, you know, whatever that is. And we'll go over that. I saved all our receipts, but $12 and it was basically a 12 ounce drink. And when I tried to compare this to butter beer, Mm -hmm. which is more like $8, I'd much rather go get a butterbeer for eight bucks than this sugary drink for $12. I don't think it should be priced more than $10 at the very most. I mean, that's even pushing it, but yeah, it's definitely overpriced, but we paid it because we wanted to try it and that's what everyone's going to do. So it's, it's definitely overpriced slightly for sure. Yes. Would we get those again? No, 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 absolutely not. Because it didn't even come in a, well, maybe you could get it in a collectible cup or but something sure like that. But I'm sure it'd be like 20 just, or $25. Sure. For 12 bucks, it was just a basically throwaway. I'll, I'll I post mean, a picture. what did we pay for our tiki cups? 
I think those tiki 16? cups I th- were 16 bucks at yeah. Isla Nubar. And so for $16, yeah, right. we got a mixed drink yeah. with a carved tiki bar or Which tiki is, those um, are awesome. cup that we got to keep. So yeah. anyways, I don't know. It's just, just for two cents, I guess. Okay, so here's the big question. And I see this all the time on social media and whether people think it is worth getting their early access. What do you think? We should both say our answer at the same time. See if it's the same. Ready? One, two, three. Uh, yes. <laughs> what? Yes and no. I'm shocked okay, to hear you so, say that. I'm curious your perspective. So like we told you, the first night we ended up being able to get into it because we got there. And from our experience, it will lock you out of there and you'll go into a virtual queue early in the morning. But every day that we were there around five to six, it was free to get in, right? Not free to get in, but you didn't have to get in a virtual line. It wasn't You could just capacity. walk into the land. You could just walk in. Mm-hmm. Here's what early access got you. It did get you, I shouldn't say eh, yes, it is worth it, but I don't want to be so, oh my God, over the top that yes, paying that 20 to 20, we paid 25 bucks because it's summertime. Was this per per, per ticket? 25 per person. So for our family paid a hundred bucks. So a hundred plus 170, we paid $275 extra just to do this. Power up bands plus oh, early access. Yeah. Holy moly. Well, the power on bands. On top of your ticket to but, get into the park. Well, we have annual passes, but the, the power bands can be used forever. So that's that's a, that's tough. But yeah, first time sticker shock. Yes. If you're not going there very often. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So early access, what it gets you. It gets you an hour early access into the parks. Park. Here's how into the park, into the Super Nintendo world. Here's how it benefits you. We were probably about, I'd say there was maybe 50 people in front of us. We got there 6.30, probably 6.40. Mm-hmm. So the way it works is the same way it always works. You get in the line and then they kind of take you a little bit farther down in the park. Mm-hmm. And you're herded like cattle at the yeah. top of the upper lot. You go down the elevators. Go down the elevators, but they they hold will you. not let Yeah, they hold you. They um, hold you there, there will be team members there. And you cannot go past them. So we're probably, you know, like 50th in line, something like that. Not too bad. We were able to ride Mario Kart Bowser's Challenge twice back to back. So Which the normally first this time, is like 180 yep. minute wait or Well, something. and that's what I was going to say. I mean, the first time we walked on to the ride. And this is an amazing ride. We didn't really talk about it. This ride is amazing. The queue is amazing. It's mind-blowing. It's I, so I actually detailed. think we are huge, huge Harry Potter fans, as you know. The Forbidden Journey is my favorite queue of all time. I think this one is equal to the Forbidden Journey. I think it's actually probably better. It kind of reminds me, for those of you who have gone to Orlando, of... Um, uh, Gosh, I'm blinking. The other ride in uh, the other ride in Harry Potter in Orlando, um, the elevator. Uh, oh my! Gringotts. Gosh. It reminds me of Gringotts with that queue a little bit with um, 
how they did certain things. It is an amazing ride. The queue as you're walking through it. It's just a different it. world. And it's it's tough to compare worlds, I think. It um, is. But it's it, that just gives you, from what Chad just said, that gives you an idea knowing how huge of fans we are of Harry Potter and that ride and everything. Comparing it, it's pretty amazing. So they they outdid themselves with with this queue, with this ride. Um, it's very awesome. Yeah. And so how this ride goes, if you want to fast forward, if you haven't ridden this ride, this is a little bit of spoilers, but the queue has trophies. It has pictures of Bowser. It has Bowser's chair. Mm -hmm. And then you go into, so the very first time that we did it on that early access, we barely got to see any of the queue because it, there was nobody in line. I mean, it was so awesome. Like you were just so excited that we were just like full force going like fast walking we got to hurry up and get on the ride because in our minds we were hoping to ride it a second time too i think yeah so um, this ride the way it works it it's mind-blowing i've never seen anything like it you have a headset on so you get this it's like a visor almost kind of what it looks like but the way it goes on your head it fits on the on the top of your head and then in the very back it tightens um and yeah, it just fits to, to your head. It fits better to your head than any of the 3D rides. Right. On anything else. It's very cool. So once you get that, then then you're um, you're set to when you get on the actual ride, there is like a, a visor that you put, that clips on, not a visor, but like glasses or they're not even glasses it's um it's like a like a little goggle, screen like a little screen that goes on and it's just well, goggles because they don't go over your eyes yeah, but it's in right. front of your eyes mm-hmm. but it's magnetic to your visor and so it allows you to see things that you wouldn't be able to see without this when you're on the ride i've never seen a ride like this i have no idea of how they did it it's it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so smooth. Like, it sounds like you're almost getting, like, on this, like, little mini jet or something when you sit on the ride. So four people. Is it four people? Yes, there's yeah, four, four people, people to, two to in a the car, front, two in the back. And it looks just like a Mario Kart. Uh-huh. And um, there's a steering wheel. Everybody has their own individual steering wheels. And you need to have that power-up band. You can ride it, like we said before. Without If you have power that power-up band, you put it right up to the middle of the steering wheel like the horn and that right. will keep track of your score mm-hmm. but you could you could definitely ride it without power up band too but it does keep track of your score and then there's there's two little buttons that you push and that's what's shooting your red shells and your green shells mm-hmm. and basically with that visor that paula was talking about wherever you look is where it shoots and i was i was actually keeping track because the ride broke down a couple times if you look up towards the ceiling, it will shoot all the way up mm-hmm. until the ceiling. Yeah. And when you're in the queue also, there is um, a certain area that will give you specific instructions on how it works, what to do, what to push, how to get points and everything. So don't panic if you're feeling unfamiliar with that. There is a specific spot in the queue that will um, have screens and directions on what to do which with our early access that first time like i said we walked right on the right we didn't get to see the instructions anything like that so then we decided to do the same ride again now 
that time we got to wait in the line a little bit. I'd say more, instead of a walk on, it was probably maybe a 15 15, minute wait. So we got to be in the holding area to where they kind of show you on the screens Mm -hmm. of how you should ride the ride. And then you, you're like cattle, uh, basically in this little holding area. So that was a little bit longer. So that's kind of what early access gets you. But so we rode it back to back, but then by the time that we would have been able to ride it a third time, I'd say at that point, it was already up to 90 minutes. It was pretty mind blowing how long the wait was um, at that point. So in my opinion, it does pay off to get the early access, but by early access, um, I highly recommend even being there you know, 15 minutes uh, to 30 minutes ahead of time. So if early access is 7 a.m., then, you know, try to be there 6.30, 6.45. And that way you have that first, um, you know, that opportunity to go in first. And that way you can try to get on the ride a couple of times. Because once you go on it, you are going to want to go on it again and again and again. Um, so, and then the next day... Yeah, so we decided that we wanted to ride it one last time before we had to leave. But and what, what did we decide to do that time? But before we get to that, that's that's kind of what you're getting with this early access. You're going to be able to ride the ride twice. But then by the time we rode those two rides back to back and we went out to the first key, that's when we had to wait like 35 to 40 minutes. Mm. So what you're paying for is basically to be able to... Now I've heard there's different ways you can do this. You could do the keys first. If you do the keys first, yeah, you're going to get those out first, but then you're going to wait longer mm-hmm. for Bowser. Mar- mm-hmm. for Bowser's challenge. Yeah. So you're paying family of four like us, you're paying a hundred dollars basically to be able to ride the ride twice back to back without waiting a long time. And like Paula was saying, let's fast forward to the next day when we didn't have the early access, but we went straight down to the lower lot. And what did we do? We went into the single rider line with the four of us. Oh, that wasn't the first no. thing that we did, but you're saying when we... Okay, got it. I follow. I'm, I'm smelling what you're stepping in now. Yeah. So we decided that we wanted to ride the ride the last day. We went down into the land and we decided to do single rider. Now, single rider line does not get you through the cool queue. I would not recommend doing this the first time because it basically it gets rid of the entire queue. Honestly, the most of your queue is outside. You're barely moving. Mm -hmm. So I think when we got into the single rider, this is hard to tell whether it saved us a ton of time or not. I'm sure it did. This ride does break down a lot. I think I'm almost positive it was breaking down as we were on the ride because nobody was moving in the regular line or our line. I think it was at 140 minutes. It was a really long time, and so we thought single rider would be better. We decided to give it a chance, and um, we still waited in line over an hour. I think it was we an waited hour an and hour and a half, uh-huh. it, but it was at 140 minutes, mm-hmm. so you definitely saved time. A little bit, yeah. But I also think that's because it broke down. I think that single rider will cut your time not in half. It's not going to be like an express line, but mm-hmm. I th- think you're going to save 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. So for us, it was worth it. And 
you know, we were lucky enough that we all, here's the thing with single rider. You all generally get pretty close together anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And with our family, you know, Sophie and Olivia are nine and 10. What we do is we have a live, we have like Paula go first and I'll go last. And then those two, generally they see two kids together. A lot of times they'll put them on the ride together. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, our girls are tall enough that they can ride by themselves. But if, you know, just for age purposes and everything, um, or peace of mind, just wanting to know, like, okay, are they all right? Yeah, that's how we like to do it. And it and it worked out good, and it's a ride that they both felt comfortable doing that on, and it worked out for us. But, um, uh, yeah, it was pretty mind-blowing how long the wait was. I think we were, we were pretty over it by the time we got through it, but it was really exciting once we got to ride it one last time uh, before we had to leave, so. Yeah, so I'd say overall, Get the express pass if, or get the early entry pass if you can. If you're there multiple days, though, just get it for one day. And then I think, you know, you can use some of these other tips like what we said, single rider, or you could just use the park for just doing the keys one day, you know, if, if you're there for multiple days. Mm-hmm. If you are only there for one day, get the express, get the early entry. Not early express. access. Early access, mm-hmm. yes. Definitely pay the extra money um, in that sense. If you're only there for one day, if this is a once-in-a-lifetime trip, then yes, pay for it for sure. I don't know. For me, <clears throat> excuse me, for me it was worth getting it, even though we were there for two days. Um, but the second day, our second full day, we since we did not have early access, our plan was to ride the Simpsons because – the Simpsons ride for some reason was just really long. It seemed like the entire time we were there. So we, we really liked that ride. So we wanted to make sure we got that. So we did that ride as we were walking into that ride though, there was a, um, so we did not have early access again. So we were let in the park at 8 AM and we went straight for Simpsons and the line to go down to the lower lot was insane. So it just tells you like, I mean, I don't even know how far that line backed up, but it was, I mean, it was well into the Simpsons land. It was pretty long. So we rode the Simpsons ride. And then when we came out, there was no line to go down to the lower lot. So then after we were done with Simpsons and we went down, um, we got to ride Jurassic and Mummy and there were no lines for that at that point, but everyone was just trying to go to Super Nintendo World, um, but by that point, Bowser's Challenge, that line was well over 90 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. You so. just brought up a great point. I think this is a great tip if you are going to do it like that. I mean, because like Paula said, there was probably, gosh, a thousand people. There was a lot. It was and we so just many. bypassed them. We went beside Moe's Tavern, mm-hmm. Cletus's Chicken Shack, and we went right on. And it was pretty much a walk-on For on Simpsons. the Simpsons. And I tell you. We'll get more into this in our trip report, but uh, Simpsons is crazy. People still love this ride. We still love this ride. So that was a good way to do it if you Mm -hmm. don't have the early access instead of waiting in that line of people. Because honestly, I don't know how much time it would save you anyway. I don't know. You'd have to be there pretty early. You know, if you had, if you did not have early access, the park opens at eight, you'd want to be there no later than 7.30, I'd say, oh, to get the in park, line. Remember, the park opened early because we got there at like 7.50. Mm-hmm. 
And people, they were already in. Right. So, I mean, that's something to consider. You might want to get there at 7 or 7, like 7 or 7.15 even. Um, mm. Because they will open the park early. If they see that there's so many people, mm-hmm. they will open the park yeah, early. But even then, you still have that early entry. So, you still have all those people already there. Right. So, you know? it's, I don't know, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that's our pro tip. I mean, <laughs> if you are going to go into it without the early entry... Oh, another thing. So with the early entry, you get express pass to the studio tour as long as you use it before 11. Mm -hmm. We did do it. And I Mm -hmm. think it was great because by the time we wrote everything, like on our early entry day, we wrote everything. We did our keys. We ate at the cafe. We were in Nintendo World the entire time. Mm Mm-hmm. From we, 7 a.m. up until uh, 10.45, 10 yeah. yeah, when we were done eating at Toadstool Cafe. So that is an extra bonus for me mm-hmm. because I love the studio tour. Mm-hmm. So for me to have that early access because it was like a, I want to say it was an hour. 60 minute wait. It yeah. was an hour wait. It was a long I'm not wait. kidding. We walked right on. We timed it, it just right. It was right. a walk on. Well, you still had Express, which it would have been probably i mean it would have been super quick but we happened to time it just right to where they were letting people on and they only had a few spots left um so we literally walked on there was no wait for us whatsoever so that was pretty cool um just so listen this land is amazing i'm so thankful (laughs) i'm so thankful that i can get a drink outside of isla nubar and then i can go into this land the music is amazing. The theming is amazing. I love that Universal did it. And Hollywood definitely needed this park because right now with two of their shows being down mm-hmm. until the rumored Fast and the Furious coaster is up, which is going to take a while, this was much needed. Mm-hmm. I mean, without this land right now, Hollywood would be so crowded that it would be tough to navigate through this place yeah it's definitely a people eater for sure i mean you build it people will come (laughs) they built it we came we made an entire trip for it Uh and i am glad we made the trip for it me too 100 percent. it's totally worth it next week what do you think trip report or all the food reports Hmm. here's the thing if you want to reach out to us you tell us which one you would rather listen to. If you would rather listen to all the places that we ate and give you some honest reviews, because man, there are going to be some not so great reviews. Well, we know how particular you are with your food. There's going to be some not so great reviews. If you would rather listen to our food reviews show, or if you would rather listen to our trip report, email us. Or you can go on our social media page on Facebook, which is Daydreaming of Universal Studios Hollywood Podcast. Or you can email us at daydreamingofush at gmail.com. Also, you can tell us anything. You can ask us any questions on there. I, I, I want people to start asking us questions. Don't be scared. I remember listening to podcasts before, and I was always so scared to interact with people. But then once I started doing it, it got to be so much more enjoyable. So well, and it helps us out. It helps us help you. You know, that's what this is all about, is we want to try to help everyone with their experience and make it as great as possible. So yeah. thank you guys for following us, for listening. We appreciate you tremendously. 
Thank you, guys. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to our show. You could listen to our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. Please like our show and leave a nice review. Check out our Facebook page by searching Daydreaming of Universal Studios Hollywood and email us at daydreamingofush at gmail.com.